Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. How are you today? Did you know that I learned at a Bible study this week? Actually, I learned this at last week's session. Listen up. The leader of the Bible study was talking about parenting and grandparenting and grace. Really good, really good stuff. And one of the last things she left us to ponder on was this study that she mentioned. And it was a study done on nine-month-old babies, and then it was followed up on the same kids at the age of 10 at the age of 14 and the age of 18. And it was a study on stress in kids. And do you know that the number one indicator of stress felt by kids at all of these ages was the happiness level of the mom? Oh, no pressure, right? So there's a direct correlation between how peaceful and content and stress-free your children and potentially your grandchildren feel and experience and your level of stress or contentment and peace and well-being. Something to think about. So in today's podcast, we're going to cover some more of the information that I've been studying in Charles Stanley's book, Success God's Way. But I thought that was interesting information and I wanted to pass it along to you so that you can, it's kind of like the more you know, the more you know. And it's one reason why I believe that two ways that you can increase your contentment and your sense of well-being while at the same time lowering your stress, is to always remember that God's got your back. You are His, you are a daughter of His, and He has promised you that when you seek the peace of Christ, it will overtake you and it will guard your heart and your mind. So I want to encourage you with today's podcast to to be in prayer with God, be in conversation with Him, about areas of your life in which you feel stress and ask him to guard your heart, to renew your mind with the peace of Christ. That's the number one thing. The second thing, and we're going to get into this more, is that goals, yes ma'am, goals can increase your excitement, your enthusiasm, and your energy for life. So, As always, I'm a big advocate for you taking the time to pursue the goals that God has laid on your heart. And I want to use today's podcast 
to discuss with you some of the pointers as laid out by Charles Stanley and many others about the qualities of someone who sets goals and a lady who does not set goals. So here we go. A few qualities of women who have goals. Think about these in relationship to yourself. Number one, they have direction in their life. They know where they're going and what they're trying to achieve. They have excitement for life. When you think about a woman who is a goal-setting and getting person, you will notice that she seems to have remarkable energy. Uh, She can be very creative. And let me stop on this one. For many, many years, I did not consider myself a creative person. And I put a really low value on creativity because I didn't feel like I had that in my life. I grew up in a family where I was surrounded by boys for most of my life and they were taught by my dad how to build things and how to how to take wood and make a house with it or how to, you know, build a something for the farm with it or how to build a boat from scratch for Pete's sake. And my mom could do anything so creative she could crochet she could knit she could sew she created she she literally sewed all of our clothes uh, that weren't blue jeans when we were growing up and there were nine kids so that's a lot I thought of my mom as a very creative person and she tried to teach me how to do the things that she did and I was uh, in my own eyes a complete failure at crocheting at sewing as a matter of fact I joke with my friends that Even today, when I think about sewing, it kind of knots me up inside. I'm not creative in that way. But I came to realize over time that actually the opposite of that statement is true. I am a very creative person. It's just that my gifts and my talents are in different avenues than that of my mom and my sister. Where they can sew stuff and crochet stuff, I can weave pictures with words. I can write really well, and I'm not bragging, but those are just gifts that the Lord has built into my DNA, and they, I show up differently in this world. So you are a creative person, and I know this about you because you are very interested in goals, and you set goals. Goal-setting women pursue excellence. They appreciate others who have goals. I love to be around ladies who are goal setters. It really uh, lifts my mood and increases my basic enjoyment of the day when I am around other women who are setting goals. Nothing better. Guess what? Ladies who set goals are physically healthier than women who do not set goals. If you stop and you think about some of your friends who may not be as far down the train of setting goals as you are, then I think you will come to realize this is true. I think about the friends in my life who know about goals, but just don't think that goal setting is for them. And we're going to get to that in a little bit. But God has gifted me with excellent health. I think I am in superior health for a woman my age or any age. And I know that that is a blessing from God, but it is also an outreach of always having something to look forward to, something to work for, something to pursue. And that, you know, gives me a reason 
to take care of myself and to continually do make the little choices that compound over a lifetime to place me where I'm at today. I want to be that woman who I recently saw on Facebook who was like 95 years old and she gets escorted onto the stage by a gentleman and she proceeds to throw off her coat and take off her hat and be led in the most beautiful ballroom dancing ever. And she's 95 and she just keeps up with him beautifully and she's doing these little cross steps and these little lifts and jumps and she's 95. That's who I want to be. So yes, goal setting women are physically healthier than ones who do not set goals. Also, women with goals are emotionally healthier than one without goals. Now, why would that be? Well, it gets back to, I think, the mindset that and the discipline, the self-discipline that a woman who is constantly pursuing goals is endowed with versus a woman who is letting life happen to her. And it takes a certain amount of mental fortitude and mental stamina to discipline yourself to daily go out and do the things that need to be done to move you closer and closer to the goals that you and God have agreed upon. Women who set goals also are much more concerned with what lies ahead than what has gone before. So women with goals are constantly thinking about the future and placing themselves in a situation in their minds where they are enjoying the benefits of having reached a good goal. Contrast these qualities with those of a lady without goals. Sadly, she has little to no excitement in her life. She's basically just drifting through life without a sense of direction. Worse, in my mind, she accepts mediocrity as the status quo. Women who don't have goals can often be critical of others who do, especially those who are successful or known to be goal setters. A lady without goals settles for living in a rut. Can you imagine? I can't think of any worse place to be. And as far as the Lord is concerned, she lives a very disappointing life and probably as far as she is concerned too. Charles Stanley, the uh, author of this book, which we're studying, says, a life without goals is a sin. Whoa. As a goal setter, it's hard to understand why others would not be as fired up about setting and getting goals as we are, right? Well, failure to set goals stems from a few things. The first is self-disqualification, and I encounter this pretty frequently when I attempt to get certain people in my sphere to set goals. They self-disqualify. They don't think goal setting pertains to them. In the book, Dr. Stanley gives the example of a homemaker who feels like she gets up and her, her purpose in life is to make sure her kids are off to school on time and that they have food to eat and that they get picked up on time they do their homework and she keeps a clean house etc etc but remember 
no matter what you do in life, whether you're a homemaker, a teacher, uh, someone who is employed by a corporation, whether you're a mompreneur, whether you're a grandmother, oh yeah, shout out to the Mimis on the line today. No matter where you are in your life, God has placed you there for a purpose. He has a purpose for you and for me. And our job is to listen up. It's like we're all in the game. We're all in the room and we have as our coach this great guy who is stellar and can make any team into a winning team. And we're on that team. And we each have our role to play. We each have a goal for our lives that is intended to help the whole team, including the coach, aka God, win the victory. So there's no need to self-disqualify, but there is a need to do everything as unto the Lord, no matter what it is, so that he's glorified by the goals that we achieve. Does that make sense? People fail to set goals because they lack knowledge. They just don't know how. They've never been exposed to it. You know, I was 29 years old before I was introduced to the concept of goal setting, and it was in a very secular way. But still, I was introduced to it, and for the first time in my life at 29, I thought, oh, wow, you mean I can envision a future for myself and then set down some steps and go out and start to take action and it can actually happen. It was uh, life-changing for me. But before then, I didn't have a good grasp on it. I didn't know what I didn't know. And so to that point, I was just kind of putting one foot in front of the other. And there are many, many women, wouldn't you agree, who are doing that very thing today. Young women, millennials, boomers, Gen Xers, Gen Yers, our grandmothers, our moms, they just don't know how to go about setting goals. Some know how and are just, can I say the word, lazy. Oh, I'll get to it someday. Oh, I know I should be working on my goals, but... I think I'll just do X, Y, or Z instead. Uh, Some people fail to set goals because they have a lack of faith. Another reason that some women don't set goals is a fear of failure. They don't even want to try in case they're not successful. To any woman listening who feels that way, let me just say, your failures are what help you grow. They're the thing that help us learn so that we can make adjustments and go at it from another another way. As a matter of fact, going back to our Bible study, I mean, yeah, going back to the Bible study that I'm engaged in at church right now called Parenting, Grandparenting, and Grace. She talks about failure in the context of our children. And as moms, our tendency would be to protect our kids from failure. But the whole Bible study yesterday was centered on this concept that as moms and grandmothers, we have to let our kids fail so that they can learn and so that they can 
understand consequences and accountability. It's the way they grow. It's the way everyone grows on this planet. So don't let fear of failure keep you from setting some ambitious goals. Also, fear of success. Now, I can say I've experienced this and it can absolutely stop you in your tracks when you're trying to achieve a goal or when you're contemplating setting a goal. The way fear of success shows up is your brain starts to communicate with your mind all the things, the new things, the scary things that will arise if you succeed in a goal. So for example, if you set a goal to write and publish and launch a book and you understand the way books go, then you will also understand that The way your book will get into the hands of readers is to talk about it, is to do some book signings, is to actually get on other people's podcasts and talk about it. And that can in itself like scare the heebie-jeebies out of you. So the fear of success is a real fear and has stopped myself, me, Mimi, Moni, from setting many goals and I'm sure that it has shown up in your life or someone you love's life. So just be aware that fear of success is a huge roadblock to setting goals. Women who fail to set goals also may suffer from short-sightedness. So they're very good at the day-to-day, but they don't seem to be able to see beyond today or this week into the future. And finally, and a big one in our community can be that goals or a belief that goals are unscriptural. So I, of course, believe that goals are a way for us to honor the Lord and to get on the same page with the plans that he has created for our lives. And um, bigger brains and better minds than mine have studied this from many aspects Charles Stanley, who wrote Success God's Way, says there's absolutely no basis for this, and it has to do with a negative and untrue interpretation of God's Word. And in his book, Success God's Way, he gives many examples, the common scriptures that have been misinterpreted, in his opinion, to err on the side of not setting goals and just say la vie, what will be, will be. And he says that's absolutely a wrong interpretation. And in fact, there are many scriptures that support goal setting as a means to enjoy success God's way. So those are the main reasons that women that you know, and that I know don't set goals. There may be others, but these are the main reasons. So think about those. And think about those in context of goals that you have prayed about or that you have thought about and have decided not to pursue or not to write down as a goal. Maybe it's a good time to revisit those from the standpoint of maybe a pros and cons list. When you review these qualities, the pros and the cons of women who have goals and women who don't set goals, I know that you have far more qualities in the women who have, as opposed to the women who have not. 
that's one of the reasons why you are participating and listening in on today's episode, right? So next week, we're going to pick this up again. But let me just congratulate you on being a woman who sets goals and being a woman who is forward thinking, who is excited about life, who is energetic and creative and who pursues excellence. Let me congratulate you on your health, both physical and emotional. And let me encourage you to continue on a daily basis. Let me continue. Let me encourage you on a daily basis to continue to take solid actions on the goals of your life. Not necessarily so that you can put another feather in your cap, but remember all of your goals and all of my goals bring glory to God when they are achieved. Yes, we do have some material success from them in this life, but they also serve to honor God and set an example for our children and our grandchildren of what's possible. We were designed and placed here to be an influence, not to control, but to be an influence on the minds and the hearts and the lives of our children and our grandchildren. And aside from praying and making sure that they know the truth of Jesus, I can't think of any better way to be a good influence on them than to be a woman who continually, continually sets and gets her goals. Amen? So as always, let me wrap up today with a little prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day and this time with these ladies where we can explore and dive into all things related to goals. Thank you for placing in our hearts this desire to go out and achieve bigger and better things. We ask that you would open any door that needs to be opened and close any door that needs to be closed so that we stay in alignment with the path and the plan that you have for us. Father, as we go out today, we go out knowing that you are true and you are good and you are faithful to be by our side, to be before us, to be beside us, and to be behind us in all that we do when it brings glory and honor to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's it for today, ladies. Go out and get your goals and be blessed. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.